Cautious Venture, by Eve Chuttleson. Colette was feeling quite sprightly as she paged through the newest telephone book looking for a new restaurant. The telephone book, which boasted over 7,000 pages was chock full of information, phone numbers, and luxurious photos. As Colette briskly turned the pages, a beautiful restaurant photo caught her attention. The deluxe color photo was of a new restaurant called Moldo's Tavern located just 300 miles from Colette's cozy abode. Hum. Colette thought to herself, I bet that Ava and Sherlane would love to try this new restaurant today. Colette quickly glanced at the beautiful Wheat Inspirations calendar that her friend Clonch had given her for Christmas and noted that today was open for her friends. As all of Colette's friends had been retired for years, most of them had their schedules filled to the brim with square dancing parties, coffee clutches, bowling tournaments, or laurel dancing lessons. Me oh my. She piped, I am going to call my friends Ava and Sherlane to see if they'd like to join me on this restaurant adventure. Colette quickly dashed into her warm and inviting den to telephone her friends when she carelessly snagged her brand new dancing slacks on the fireplace. Heavens she gasped as she realized that her perilously expensive high fashion dancing slacks were completely destroyed. Never. Colette shrieked and then collapsed onto the crushed velvet chaise lounge. I have the most unfortunate luck, she lamented. Suddenly Colette's telephone began to ring with a sharp and unexpectedly shrill tone. Hastily, yet with extra caution and wisdom, Colette leapt from the chaise lounge and sprinted to the telephone. As she lifted the unusually heavy telephone receiver, Colette could hear mysterious static and what she thought was Arva's voice. Through the static Colette could decipher that Ava was on her way over to discuss very important matters regarding a secret new fried chicken recipe. Colette, who was quite alarmed at the sudden phone call, accidentally toppled into a waste basket, further destroying her perilously expensive high fashion dancing slacks. Fearing that Ava might have Sherlane along, Colette made her way up three flights of stairs to her fashion wardrobe and donned the winsome frock decorated with chirping birds. Colette was fond of the frock and felt that Sherlane couldn't criticize it as she was once the president of the Yachtville Bird Club. In addition to that highly enviable position, Sherlane had also been the fashion editor for the Yachtville Times. Sherlane was always quick to comment on Colette's attire, usually quite critical of the trim or cut. As Colette swiftly whisked herself down the whirling spiral staircase into her foyer an ominous crash of thunder startled her and she narrowly avoided falling down the remaining stairs. I was quite lucky not to have fallen. Colette whispered to herself as she carefully peeped through her heavy brocade draperies into her front yard. All of the large trees in Colette's front yard were swaying dangerously in the wildly ferocious wind that had suddenly picked up. Leaves and large branches began to topple from the timbers and Colette feared that Ava, if she were on her way, may have some trouble. In the midst of the harrowing scene outside, Colette could make out Ava's sleek and modern station wagon lumbering down the long brick driveway. Heavens. Colette shrieked. Sherlane is with her. I hope she doesn't scold me or scowl at my outfit. Meanwhile. Ava was desperately trying to avoid all of the wayward tree branches and barrage of falling leaves as she carefully navigated Colette's treacherous driveway. Sherlane, who was normally quite calm in all situations, began chanting thoughts of hope and clapping. Ava found the chanting and clapping quite distracting and quickly requested that she halt the racket. 
Sherlane was very hurt and insulted and instantly rolled her car window down allowing the brisk and icy rain to whisk into the vehicle. Arva was stunned at the callous move and in her distracted state smashed her sleek and modern station wagon into Colette's front porch. The front bumper of Arva's sleek and modern station wagon fell off and most of Colette's front porch was completely destroyed in the collision. Arva immediately threw a dirty look at Sherlane for causing the mishap as she lumbered out of the car to summon Colette about the new secret fried chicken recipe. Colette, who was stunned at the complete destruction of her front porch, threw the front door open to greet Arva and Sherlane. Arva commented that she felt poorly over the front porch collision, but the new secret fried chicken recipe was too important to delay. In the meantime, Sherlane had managed to climb the branch and leaf-ridden front porch stairs and enter the luxurious foyer of Colette's house. She immediately commented on Colette's winsome and festive bird frock. That frock looks like you got it at a garage sale. Sherlane quipped. Both Arthur and Colette were instantly shocked at the caustic remark about the bird-decorated smock. Colette began to weep over the sharp criticism and Arva began rummaging through the kitchen looking for ingredients to whip up a batch of the secret recipe fried chicken. Sherlane, who felt a tinge of remorse for being so critical of Colette's festive smock, briefly apologized for the remark and for the complete destruction of her beautiful front porch. Colette, who felt somewhat dazed from the culmination of emotions, gingerly peered out the front window to scope out the damage. As it turned out, the damage to her porch wasn't as horrific as first thought. However, Arva's sleek and modern station wagon indeed had lost its front bumper. Colette opened the front door hastily and was nearly knocked into the shrubs from the gale force wind. I must sweep away these leaves, branches and debris so I can get an even more clear idea of the damage. Colette shrieked. Arva, who briefly delayed her secret recipe fried chicken preparation. Hustled to the doorway to see her car bumper whisk away in the severe wind. Heavens. She yelped as the bumper blew across the farm road and smashed into a country restaurant. Completely destroying an entire bank of windows. Oh no. Arva wept. How will I be able to show my face in that restaurant again? Sherlene hurried to bundle up in one of Colette's winter storm coats and sprinted through the severe wind and rain to try to smooth things over with Mrs. Cloves the owner of Brenska's country restaurant. Once Sherlene arrived at the restaurant many of the waiters and waitresses were deftly and wisely boarding up the broken windows. Mrs. Cloves emerged from the wildly busy restaurant with a large scowl on her face. Your car bumper completely destroyed all of these windows and my deluxe salad bar. She howled. Sherlene was wise and knew how to exactly handle this situation. Meanwhile, back on Colette's porch. Arva and Colette swept up the leaves and branches. Amidst the frenzy of sweeping, Colette found a diamond brooch that she had carelessly lost over the summer. Whoa, I am so lucky, I thought it was gone for good, Colette exclaimed. Unfortunately, Colette's sudden stroke of good luck was interrupted when a giant tree toppled over and fell onto her garage. Heavens, Arva gasped and then fainted into a heap on Colette's porch. Even the wildly gusting high wind and the severe onslaught of icy sleet and snow could not awaken Arva from her trance-like state. Colette felt that she needed to try desperate measures, so she ran back into her cozy abode and rummaged through a drawer in an antique desk that her uncle Cole had given her. Colette found a vintage cigar that had to be at least 70 years old. 
She felt that cigar smoke would awaken Arva from her trance-like state since Arva's great-aunt had owned a cigar factory in Havana at one point. Colette leapt from the desk and raced to the porch and immediately lit the cigar and took a few puffs. She blew the smoke directly into Arva's face. In a flash, Arva roused back to consciousness and began to grin. The cigar smoke had brought back fond memories, but she had awakened to a frantic and desperate situation. The tree had rolled off of Colette's garage, where it had done only minor damage, and onto Arva's sleek and modern station wagon. Now not only was the bumper smashed, but the entire roof had caved in. Back at Brenska's country restaurant, Shirley knew how to repay Mrs. Cloves for the destruction of her windows and salad bar. Without Arva's thoughts or permission, Sherlane offered up the secret fried chicken recipe. Mrs. Cloves quickly glanced at the recipe and innately knew that it would be not only an award winner, but wildly popular with her customers. Mrs. Cloves snatched the recipe from Sherlane and scurried back into the kitchen. Sherlane, who felt as if she had solved all of the problems in the world, hustled through the icy rain and high wind back over to Colette's house. In her haste, Sherlane toppled into an icy puddle and completely destroyed her brand new shawl. Arva and Colette were out examining the damage to the sleek and modern station wagon as Sherlane approached with a large and winsome grin. What are you grinning about? Look at my car. Arva fumed. Well, I just solved the problem with Mrs. Cloves at Brenska's country restaurant. I gave her the secret fried chicken recipe to repay her for the destroyed windows and salad bar that your bumper caused, Sherlane explained. Heartbroken. But understanding the necessity of Sherlane's snap decision, Arva clambered up the porch steps with her friends and decided to make a batch of cheddar charm cookies. Colette mentioned the new restaurant to them, but since Arva's sleek and modern station wagon had been completely destroyed, they decided to pass for now. The end.